Hey girls, welcome to the Her Podcast. We are back on finishing up our series called You Can't Sit With Us. It is actually a title and phrase off of a movie, Mean Girls. So we're going to be chatting about finding friendships um, and just identity issues that you may have walked through or are walking through in high school, maybe in college, or even as an adult. Um, so right now we have a guest speaker. Her name is Rebecca. Say hi. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hi. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Now, Rebecca and I Instagram, which is a great way to connect with girls. And Rebecca, why don't you just kind of tell us a little about a little bit about what you do and um, your heart just so we can kind of like get to know you. Yeah, so um, I am 25. Um, I graduated college in 2016. I studied elementary education and I was a sixth grade English teacher for three years. Um, and now I am actually transitioning into full-time uh, ministry, moving to Africa, moving to Zimbabwe as a missionary um, to work with at-risk youth in high school. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And that's kind of the, the, the gist of, <laughs> of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome. And where are you originally from? Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Gotcha. Yeah. So we're both kind of from the South. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I'm super excited to have you on. Um, as we wrap up this series, You Can't Sit With Us, what, I guess my first question for you would be like, um, what is something that you walked through in high school that you really struggled with that you could help um, these girls um, learn and grow from like identity, um, or just like even issues of like finding friends or just something that you really struggled with to prevent you from finding friends? Um, when I was in high school, I really, uh, took my relationship with God more seriously when I was like 16. Um, and even that I was still kind of, you know, doing my own thing, not truly honoring God in, in my actions and my decisions. Um, but I, it was a work in progress. So we all start somewhere. Um, and you know, when I was in high school, I, I struggled a lot with kind of feeling like I was a little bit alone because I felt different. Um, I always felt different even when I wasn't taking my relationship with God seriously. And I knew there was just something that wouldn't let me, you know, get into a click. And I wasn't, I didn't have one group of friends. I had Really, I had acquaintances across multiple friend groups, but there was no one that I really hung out with consistently. And that's really hard in high school because when you're in high school, the expectation is that you have a group of best friends. You have a group, you have your girlfriends, you know, and that's the people you hang out with on the weekends. The, you know, that's the group that you go to homecoming with and prom and, you know, all the events. And I didn't have that. Um, and so it was hard for me, but you know, that lonely season really helped prepare me for, you know, life in general. In life, we don't always have seasons that we're surrounded by people. Um, and God really speaks to us in those seasons of being alone because he's getting us alone to remind us that it is not about who you're friends with. It's not about who you sit with at lunch. It's not about who you hang out with at the football games. It's really about, you know, am I am I all out for God or not? Am I in or am I out? There's no in between. Jesus literally said, you know, don't be lukewarm. I will spit you out of my mouth. It's either you're hot or you're cold. Make a decision. 
Um, and, and that's what we really have to learn in those seasons. What decision am I making? Am I going to sacrifice my relationship with God? What I believe about God in order to have, you know, the cool friends, because in reality, if, you know, if that's all I gather my, in my life is the cool friends, I really don't have any rewards in heaven because that is irrelevant. Um, but if I'm really spending time investing in the things that really matter, like sitting with the kid that has no friends, um, you know, then I'm going to get to heaven and have tons of rewards. Um, and you know, and God's going to be able to say to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. That's so good. That's such a good perspective too. I love how you said, you know, make a decision because I think a lot of us girls, I mean, I know for me, I struggled with that. Like I was always plugged into church and my mom was a kid's pastor and like all the details were there, but I just, I struggled with that in high school because you, you don't want to be the weird person, you know, you don't want to be the Jesus freak. But then again, it's like, you're so hungry for faith. It's like, you have to make a decision if you're going to be sold out for him or not. And I think that's something that, you know, every girl struggles with, especially in high school, because you're trying to figure out who you are, like your identity, um, even in college. Um, so I guess my next question for you is like, um, you know, once you, obviously, like, you knew you were different, you knew God had called you to be different, getting out of high school, like, um, what, knowing, I guess you kind of knew who you were, but, like, walking into college or the next season of your life, um, what is something you can, like, if you had to go back, what is something you would have changed, I guess? Um... I would say I, I really, really, really um, felt discouraged a lot because I did feel different. And when I was like a, a senior in high school and I was going into college, I knew that, you know, God had called me to be different and God's called uh, all of us to be different. Many are called, but few are chosen and chosen really is just, that means that you're willing to submit. Um, and so I knew, okay, God, I'm willing to submit, but what does that look like? And, um, I think for me, if I could go back, I would not worry so much about all the things that I think need to be changed externally. I was so worried about, you know, okay, well, if I want to be a good Christian, then I'll do X, Y, and Z. And if I want to be, you know, there were people I looked up to mentors that really helped me develop in my faith. And I thought, you know, okay, if I want to be more like them, I was, I was aiming the right way, right? Like follow me as I follow Christ. Like Paul says, yeah. but the problem was I was so wrapped up in just the external part. I wasn't really concerned about what it took on the inside to get there. And I think if I could go back, I would go back to my 16 year old self and say, listen, you can avoid wearing inappropriate clothes all day long, but if you're not in the word of God, you're, it doesn't matter. You know, you yeah. avoid relationships all day long because you think you're honoring God in that. But again, if you're not in the word of God, it doesn't matter. And so for me, if I had to change something, I would go back and change how much time I spent with God. And it doesn't have to be like laborious every morning. You're, you're really just laboring over, you know, Leviticus and you're like, what does this mean? And I need to study this and find out and be a theologian. It's not about that because at the end of the day, it's about our relationship with God. And we really have to know who he is and right. who he says that we are. And so if I could go back, I would spend that time really figuring out, okay, God, who are you? 
you know, what's the heart of God? What are, what do you love? What do you, what, what really disappoints you? What, what angers you? What um, saddens you? What breaks your heart? And I, and, and figuring out who God is and, and really understanding, not just saying, oh, I know God loves me and singing the song, Jesus loves me. Right. But, but God, what does it really mean? You love me. Why? Why do you love me? And really, and dive into that. I mean, spend the time finding out why, because we can, we can have scripture memorized, but if we don't have a relationship with God that really is like a one-to-one -on, one -one relationship where no one else can tell you what the Holy Spirit is saying to you and you know his voice and you develop that, that relationship where you can, you can hear him and you know what he's saying, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's like you can have all the scriptures and memorize them, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you can, if you don't have that um, discernment. Right. That's so good. That's such a good, wow. That's so good. Um, I guess my, my next question would be um, as far as like identity, um, you know, we, we as girls have to know kind of like you were saying, like the heart of God um, to figure out, who we are and who God says we are. And, um, you know, when we look in the mirror, like if we don't know the heart of God, then we're not going to know who we are because he clearly speaks that, um, in the word of God about our identity. And so moving forward, you said that you're moving to Africa to be in missions, which is amazing. Like you're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus on the mission field. What is something like, what is, something that you look forward to walking into this new season and being like, you know what, Rebecca, now that you've learned all this, now that you've walked all this, this is what, like, this is what you're going to do moving forward, um, to help, you know, other girls or, um, you know, getting closer to who God has called you to be. Like, what is something that you want to bring forth or, um, change in you to make you better, as you walk through, you know, all the issues of identity and figuring out who God has called you to be. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually in Ephesians one right now, and there's a, there's a scripture that is really a prayer, um, that Paul is speaking over the church of Ephesus and he's praying for spiritual wisdom for them. And for, for me, um, you know, I, there, there is a certain level of revelation that God has given me, and I'm so grateful for it because there was a time in my life that I was just so unsure about ever. I didn't understand things, and I was faithful to God, but I didn't really know how to honor God, and I didn't know what spiritual wisdom was. Um, and there's a, you know, it says in here, and I would, I'm praying this over myself, um, but you know, for every girl that I meet while I'm there, I'm working with at risk youth and high schoolers, every kid that I meet there, I'm praying that the father of glory may give to them and me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of my and their understanding being enlightened that they and the me or that I may know mm -hmm. what is the hope of his calling, the hope of his calling. So whatever he's called us to do. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? And that's really my prayer going into this season is just, God, give me the revelation. I want, you know, right now it's so, I think that we live in a culture where we hear John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so we can have eternal life. And it's such a cliche. 
and we don't understand the gospel. If the gospel doesn't bring you to your knees, there's a problem. And Mm -hmm. I know that. And I say that because it doesn't bring me to my knees. And that's what I'm in the middle of right now is trying to figure out, okay, God, just give me the revelation. What does the gospel really mean? Like, I want it to tear me apart inside, knowing that Jesus came and died and gave and took on all of my accusations, not the world, and I'm okay, Mm -hmm. but he took on my accusations. And because if I don't have a revelation of who God is and what he did, there's no way that I can convince anyone else that it's good enough. Right. I don't even believe it for myself. And so walking into this season, I really, I want to have eyes to see. I'm asking God, just give me spiritual eyes. And, you know, I ask multiple times, I ask over and over and he's given them to me gradually. Um, But, you know, there's still things that I, there's still things I don't understand. There's still things I don't grasp. There's still things that I can read over and I'm like, that's, I know it's powerful, but God help it move from my head to my heart. Um, because logically I get it. Yes. You know, God sent his son. We hear it all the time. We've heard it since we were two, but yeah. have we ever really seen someone overtaken by that and said, wow. And like, you, I get it. Yeah. Right. Like it's, I mean, he put all things under Jesus's feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. He put all things under his feet. Do we know what authority we have when it says that we're seated in heavenly places, that we're seated at the right hand of Christ? Do we even know what that did when he stole, you know, the the authority from death, hell, and the grave? Do we understand that? Do I understand that? And so when I'm going into this season, I mean, there's going to be spiritual warfare. You know, there's power. The Bible says there are powers and principalities and of darkness that are at work. And I have to be prepared for that. And um, because I'm, I'm going over there helping lead, you know, young girls and boys through that. They don't even know that they're fighting. I'm the one who knows. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to go over there and basically say, I want you to have spiritual eyes. And now that you have spiritual eyes, follow me as I follow Christ. And let's figure this out and let's fight this battle. Um, and, and it's not ours to fight. You know, the victory is the Lord's and, and it's not our bat- battle, but he has given us work to do for right. this time. Um, so yeah, that's so good. Wow. So powerful too. You are an incredible speaker, girl. You just like, yeah. I'm just like big eyeballs over here. Like, wow, girl, get it. <laughs> that's so yeah. awesome. Thank you for sharing your heart. I know, I know, um, that God is going to use you huge, um, there. And I'm super excited to hear stories and what he does in and through you as you walk out that new season, um, I guess to close with ending um, with identity and friendships and stuff, um, I know for me going like in high school, I just had no, no girlfriends. I was friends with all guys. I didn't know what to look for in friendships. I didn't know who I was, um, even though I was planted in church, I just didn't, I didn't dig deep like I was supposed to. And if I could go back, I think that's one thing I would do is act, I love what you said earlier, how like, let your mind be related to your heart. Like, you can think all of these things, you can read the Bible, you can all, you know, believe, but like, if it's not connected to the heart, what's the point? And so the heart is the root of the whole body. Without the heart, the body doesn't function. And so I think for me, if I went back to high school, I would, I would tell the old me like, Hey, like 
ask for eyes to see, like ask for ears to hear, ask, yeah. ask more. I, I didn't ask enough, you know? And so yeah. that's my whole heart for girls to see, like, just, just ask, just, I mean, like, you don't have to be this amazing creature. Like, I, I think for me, the most powerful moments with me and God are just sitting on my bed in my pajamas and just reading the word and just asking, like, God, what yeah. does this mean? What does grace mean? What is, what is abundance mean? God, what is, what is David talking about while he's in the field? Or, you know, like, just ask questions and, and God will show you. And I think that's something that um, girls, if they would just, you know, ask and, and really open up their heart and not just think things and see things, um, it would connect more and they'd be able to have, you know, eyes to see, ears to hear. Um, and it would change their perspective when it comes to making friends, you know, how we treat other people, um, and especially with our identity. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I guess my last question before we close, if you had three things of encouragement to tell these girls about, you know, the reason I named this title, You Can't Sit With Us, is because the whole movie of Mean Girls was just chaos, like, no, it, everybody was judging, there was clicks. It was just just a mess, and and we're not us as women and girls are not called to live like that. God calls us to make friends and make disciples and to live a healthy you know lifestyle. But I guess what are three things that you could encourage these girls um, as we close? Um, just pointers or tips or something to to hold on to in high school and college um, as they you know get to know Jesus even more. Yeah, I would say um, number one is that it is a process. Um, I am still not who I want to be. Um, mm -hmm. There's always somewhere you can go. And so it's a process and allow God to give you grace. Uh, receive the grace. Receive the grace that he gives because he gives grace um, for seasons like that. And receive the grace, but don't abuse the grace. Um, take that as a way to, to be able to move forward. Um, another thing I would say is learn how to honor God. He is, the Bible says he's the king of glory. He's a king. We can't just approach the king any kind of way. We can't be trash talking the girls in the class next door and then say, God, I love you. Lord, yeah. I am your servant. You can't do that. You know, it's you're slandering someone and then trying to go to God and asking him, you know, hey, God, uh, just, you know, could I, could you help me pass this test? OK, thanks. You're thanks. You're great. And then yeah. go back to gossiping again. Um, so really, we we have to know how to honor God because he's honorable and and, you know, it's 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 worth it's he's worthy of honor. I mean, he's he's perfect. And we it's hard for us to understand that and grasp that. Um, because we have never seen perfection. We never even mm -hmm. got, to, we didn't get to see Jesus in person. You know, we mm -hmm. see his stories, but it's hard to really connect that. Um, so honoring God. And then I would say, um, you know, figuring out who you are. And that's such a very ambiguous task. Um, very vague. Who, who am I? You know, who you are has absolutely nothing to do with your job, who you marry, who you're friends with. Um, Philippians. Oh gosh. Okay. I want to say it's Philippians three ten or three nine. Uh, Philippians three ten, um, in the amplified version is what we all need to read because that is our purpose. It says 
that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. And our, our purpose, our ordained purpose is just to know God. That's all. Because that's the reason he came back. That's the reason he right. sent his son was just so that we would be able to know him. Um, so, you know, figuring out who you are, but who you are starts with your purpose. And your purpose is is not to be bold or courageous. Your purpose is to know God, all those things you know, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you. Know that, know your purpose, your purpose worked out. They'll get sorted. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Know I who love you that. Are. That is know who you are. And I love that you said, you know, your purpose isn't to do all these things. Your purpose is to know God, which it, that is the root to know God. And once you figure out and know who God is, those things line up. Um, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and telling us like kind of like what you walk through in high school. Cause that really, you know, things that you walk through, I don't walk through. So you can hit on points that I can't. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for being on. I'm super excited to see um, all your posts and what you do in Africa and definitely keep you in prayers. I'm excited for you. It's going to be a really good new season for you. Um, but thank you so much for sharing on the Herd podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, so I guess closing girls, if you could take away anything through this podcast, just, just know God, like ask questions, um, surround yourself with really good, um, girls in your life, whether that's girls that are older than you, you know, mentors. I think that's huge for, um, you know, helping you walk through this journey and um, just know that nobody's perfect, but God gives grace. And so every day, if you're just willing just to ask him and just seek and be hungry for more, like he's over time, you're going to see your heart starts to shift and change. Um, and that's when you figure out your identity and how you can make a difference in your school with other girls around you. Um, so thank you again, Rebecca, for being on. Loved it. Love your heart. And um, thank you girls for listening to the Her podcast and stay tuned for next week.